Happy holiday. Happy holiday. While the merry bells keep ringing, happy holiday. You are listening to Strolling Down Main Street, episode 24. Today we are talking about holidays in the parks. Alright, happy holidays. Happy holidays. We're here to discuss the holiday times at Disneyland Resort. Yes. And This, oh. this is recording number two, Yeah. because our first recording was a bit of a hot mess. So let's try again. <laughs> So we're going to do similar style to what we did for Halloween, where we kind of just take a browse through the um, kind of online guide, I guess, for the holidays at the parks. So we'll take you through some of the events and special shows going on, and of course the foodie guide. So in Disneyland... It is called A Season of Wonder this year. I don't know if they, like, change it up every year. Give it a little name. I don't know. But, so the first thing up is the Christmas Fantasy Parade, which is a yearly tradition there. Um, we haven't seen that in a number of years. I mean, we've been there to see it probably three times we've had the opportunity, but... We, I think, only watched it maybe on the first time we were there for Christmas. Yeah, but we watch it every year on TV. Yeah, as the Christmas Day parade. Yeah, but not, like, in person. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, like, I mean, it's cute. It's, like, got the little tin soldiers and the weird reindeer men and <laughs> the gingerbread men. Yeah. It's good. It's magical. And like, Santa <clears throat> at yeah, the end. Yeah, at Santa. Okay, this is slight tangent. Parades. Nighttime or daytime thing? Mm. Sorry, I'm eating a scone. Gingerbread scone. Mm -hmm. I personally, like if anyone's listened to this before, they would know that we're not huge parade people, but I prefer nighttime parades. Yeah. Because, and actually the picture that it has on the website... Is at night. Is at night. I think mostly because my favorite parades that there's been have been, been the, at night. The lighting, the light, paint the night. and Like the paint in the night and the electrical parade. And I imagine I would enjoy the Christmas one more at night. I think I've only watched it in the daytime. I don't know. Something to me is just like a nighttime thing. But that's just like personal preference. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. It's cute. Good yeah. to see. Um, and then we have Believe in Holiday Magic Fireworks. So I think they like do a slight variation on that every year. But I think it's been called that for some time now. Um, mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's got the fireworks, music, and they do like the snow at the end. So they have like their little snow machines. Um, it's like 15 minutes. So pretty standard. They probably do projections on it now, which definitely wouldn't have been there when we've seen it. I would say probably not. Yeah, the projections are like a new thing for a lot of the stuff. So I imagine there's projections for that. Yeah. And then we have... It's a small world holiday lighting. Mm -hmm. 
So that's when they turn on all the lights at It's a Small World, which is covered in lights. Yeah, it's amazing. And it says they're doing it at 5.15 today. Mm-hmm. So imagine it's just a dusk thing kind of every day. Mm-hmm. And then it says they do a projection show every 30 minutes after mm-hmm. that to probably show off everything. Because I think that's the thing. When they added projections to the castle, they <clears> added it to um, It's a Small World or maybe... Maybe not right in that order or anything, but I know Phantasmic and stuff. Lots of things you can mix magic and things like that are projected on. It's a small world, too. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, they have projectors there, and they make good use of them. Yeah. Oh, it's really cool. And then the actual ride itself is all changed inside. Yeah. um, I don't know if we mentioned it in our first recording or this recording. Yeah. Now, um, the Disney Plus had a little hour. Yeah, special hour with Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, about decorating Disney for holiday time. So it went through Disney World and Disneyland and stuff like that, but it did talk about it's a small world, and one of the things was that every every character either got a holiday costume or holiday item in It's a Small World. And yeah. If you've been on that ride, that's a lot of characters. Yeah, no, it's pretty incredible. Um but yeah, definitely recommend. It's worth the wait. It will be a wait. Yeah. It will be... I think they do Fast Pass. I think the Fast Pass exists purely for holiday time. Yeah, because normally I feel like Small World doesn't get too ridiculous, but at the holiday time, it definitely gets pretty crazy. I, it, I'll say this. That ride has grown on me. Yes. It used to be like a joke to me, like where it was like, haha, yeah, right, I'm not going on that. Yeah. Um... But having gone on it, we went on it when we were there in February. Yeah. And then we went on again when we were there in April with the girls. And I was kind of like, this ride's actually really cute. And I think I might have mentioned it in another episode, but I like, I think the message of it resonates more as an adult. Like you realize what the intention was behind making the ride. Yeah. And it's kind of like, oh. That's really nice. <laughs> I think the big thing, too, for me, is just looking around, trying to find everything, trying to point out something new, and, like, talking while you're on it and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, you don't just... I mean, some people do, but you don't just, like, sit there. Yeah, actively en- engage in viewing the ride. Yeah. It sounds, I don't know, sounds pretentious or something, but it's just, like, I feel like the song gets to you less. Yes. If you're... You know, and that's generally the... The butt of the joke for this ride is that song. So yes, I think just going through and just really looking at stuff and being like, oh, look at that. Like, you know, especially kids be like, oh, look, there's Ariel. Oh, mm-hmm. there, oh look, there's Stitch. And, yeah, especially with all the new characters they've added yeah. in recent years. So, um, yeah, the holiday time is really cool mm-hmm. in there. And the building looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then... We also have Haunted Mansion Holiday, which is obviously spectacular. That is also one that they look at in the in quite a bit of detail in that um, special on Disney+. Plus. They talk about, like, just all the different effort that goes into doing that. And, um, like, from the gingerbread house to the tree to just everything. Just, yeah. One thing I don't know if they mentioned in it, and I think I know they mentioned they make the gingerbread house. Yeah. I don't know if they mentioned that it's different every year. They might have, but that's just one cool thing about it is that that gingerbread house 
in the ballroom, if you don't watch the special or whatever, mm-hmm. is a real gingerbread house. Mm-hmm. I think that people knew this way before that special anyways, too. Yeah. But yeah, it's a real gingerbread house, and they make a new one every year. Yeah. Like, different one. Yeah. Obviously, it's a new one. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's pretty cool. Um, and it also in that special is really cool because you got to see like the team who like makes these gingerbread every year and they're, they're so passionate. Like, I mean, every single person in that special was super passionate about what they did from like the agriculture people to not agriculture, landscaping, mm-hmm. landscaping to the like chefs. They were all just so like invested in what they did. And a lot of them had been doing it for decades and they had started at Disney as, like, these little fresh-faced 20-year-olds working and, you know, planting flowers in the flower beds or, you know, just, like, a more, like, menial role. And they've, like, worked their way up to being, like, the managers of these entire departments. It's, like, it's really cool because, like, I also think that, like, when you're just talking about the holidays and stuff and, like, it's kind of fun when you, like, see people being, like, treated well in their work and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's just like i don't know there's something like really cool about that i like that mm-hmm. um and then also we have of course the wintertime enchantment at sleeping beauty's winter castle yeah which um i think they also do like a lighting yes so that's at 7 30 and 8 30 okay so i imagine there's a bunch of snow on the castle if you haven't seen it you, obviously, you can look it up online, but there's lights kind of hidden in the snow. Mm-hmm. So during the day, it doesn't look like it's covered in lights. Mm-hmm. And same with during the night until they turn it on, mm-hmm. it sort of, it's got, there's a wreath and some garland and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. then they have all these icicles and the snow caps and stuff like that. And they'll light up in a little show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, obviously they stay on for this time. Yeah. They don't turn off, do a show at 7.30 and turn off. They're on all night, but they do do a little show at those times. And it's really cool, too, again, in that special. Just watch it. But they show them, like, doing the whole layover on the castle. And it's, like, such a, like, operation of precision. Because they're, like, putting, like, all the, like, big snow mounds and everything with, like, cranes. And, like, it's, like, a multi-person machine operation it's pretty cool yeah as someone who works in electrical and on construction sites just this little bit that they show you is definitely there's a lot of coordination going in yeah on there yeah more so than most places have yeah (laughs) no it's pretty cool um and then popping over to california adventure This year, we have the Disney Festival of Holidays at Disney California Adventure. So, it looks like they're kind of trying to do, like, a multicultural... Yeah, so that's been happening a few years now. So, yeah, it says, Embrace a seasonal celebration filled with multicultural music, food, and fun for all. So, that um, has everything from... Like dancing, live music, just like holiday-inspired performers. Um, I feel like in um, California Adventure, there's a lot more of these like pop-up shows. Like, for example, in this one, they have like the holiday, holiday, holiday toy drummers. 
And I feel like those are people like that just kind of pop up and start doing it. And they have like um, an acapella group, they have mariachi, they have like a dance company, doing like a Bollywood party, suffragettes, doing like chart topping hits from musical artists and holiday toy drummers. But yeah, I just feel like they have kind of like, I don't feel like those ones have specific times always. Well, I think they might, but they're not necessarily on the guide or if they Yeah, are. like, I feel like you're kind of just walking around and you're like, oh, look, there's, like, toy drummers walking down the street. I think they might. Um, like, um, obviously, as per Disney, they do have a schedule. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more that you're not, when you look at the schedule, you're looking at World of Color times and these times, and then you just sort of wander and see them. Mm-hmm. So it definitely, it gives that feel of more sort of spontaneous mm-hmm. entertainment, even if there is a schedule for it. Mm-hmm. It's just that most of us aren't looking for every little this and that you just see it as you wander because mm-hmm. you're not going to plan your day around like a five minute little drumming session no which they know that though so. um then we have disney viva navidad what is this revel in authentic holiday music dance decor and a dash of disney magic so that looks like that happens on that mad tea party stage or something mm, it looks like it's like a few different things Okay. So they do like a street party with the three caballeros. They have like musicians, dancers, and puppets. And then they do, they have Three Kings Day, which is like January 3rd to 6th. Okay. Um, And then they do, it looks like they have like the characters are like dressed up. And they have like um, got lots of different like foods and stuff like that. Cool. I think... And I don't know if they do something like this at Disney World. They very, they very well might. But I think part of the reason they do this here is that California is very multicultural. Definitely, like, I don't live there or anything, but I've gotten the impression that it is. It, there's lots of cultures that live there. Not saying other places in the country don't have that. But yeah. I feel like Florida's probably a little less so. So Disneyland is, uh, said on pretty much every podcast, it's a locals park. Like... The majority, maybe not the majority, but a large proportion are people that live in California. Yeah. So it's a, I think they've wanted to try and embrace all of their local visitors. Whereas in Florida, like I said, don't know if they do it. I could see them being like, well, if you're a world traveler coming to America and you, like, I'm sure Epcot has a thing. Like, mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? You're a world traveler coming to America. It's like, well, you're seeing American Christmas, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. Whereas, like, it's good to represent your your local contingent, which, from, like I said, my understanding is California, and my experience is it's very multicultural. Mm-hmm. My understanding, and this is unfortunately based off of news and internet stuff, is Florida is a little less multicultural. Yeah. Like I said, could be wrong. Yeah. All that stuff. It's just interesting. They've really done that. They do it for, they have lots of, um, Multicultural holidays, specifically in California Adventure, mm-hmm. like throughout the year, they do lots of things that aren't. Yeah, and I think um, necessarily American holidays. Yeah, I think, and I think, yeah, not to get political, but I think that like the majority of the multicultural population in California is like of, like, Hispanic Hispanic descent. Yeah. I think, like, just I just think because like here where we live. We also live in an extremely multicultural area, but there's not really like a majority from any one area. Yeah. Like, 
you could just lump some, say, like, Asia is very predominant here. Yeah. But, like, we have people from all over the world here, like, at large, large groups. Yeah. And we call it just all, like, intermingle, more or less. But there, I feel like there's definitely, like, sometimes seen as, like, a bit of a segregation between, like, quote-unquote American culture and Hispanic culture. So I think by bringing in those Hispanic celebrations into the park, you're kind of, like, being like, no, like, this is also Christmas. Yeah. Like, the, I say, I just have to say, quote-unquote, the quote-unquote American Christmas is not just Santa Claus. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's, and it's, I, think I think it's really cool. Yeah, it's really good that they do that. And they also, like, they do it, um, it's not just an afterthought. Like, they do everything like they have real performers from that culture they have real food from that culture like it's not just like slapping like a colorful banner on something and saying oh yeah now it's well that's definitely it seems like it's you have christmas then you have well I, my understanding is even like i don't know hispanic culture or anything like that no. but viva navidad that's whatever that is christmas feliz navidad you yeah know yeah mean? They celebrate Christmas, but they celebrate it in their own way. Yeah. So it's, it's cool to have, and then they do that, but they have lots of all sorts of holidays in the park. Yeah. They've got, that's what the festival feasting is. They have all these foods from all these cultures. I think it's just. Well, I think about like, if you're someone that's come to Disneyland, like I think like you said, it's important to represent like the local culture. But I also think if you're someone who's come to Disneyland with your family from overseas, somewhere and you see your culture represented in the food being served at Disneyland I feel like that really like sends a positive message yeah you know what I mean if you come there and you're like oh my god like it's this holiday dish we have every year and they're serving it at Disneyland like how cool is that I think that's yeah I think well Disney World has Epcot for that it just exists and has all that and I think it makes a lot of sense that they do this in California Adventure. Like, that's, I think, kind of my point was that California has lots of cultures. Mm-hmm. Like, lots of places do these days, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. just in large numbers. And then you have this sort of... It's it's really cool to have that. And it makes sense to have it in the California Adventure portion rather than Disneyland. Yeah. Just well, yeah. seems like they thought about it. I'm like, well, yeah, that works in California. Like, well, yeah, and I'll make one more... One more political point. Uh, um, I think it's, like, super important that they're doing that, especially um, with you-know-who at the yeah head of the country at the moment. Yeah. Like, who's basically been trying to create an even further segregation yeah. between those cultures. So I feel like trying to, like, bring everybody into one place that's considered a happy place... Yeah. And welcoming place and being like, whatever's going on in the rest of this world or the rest of this country, that does not apply in Disneyland. Everyone is welcome here and celebrated here. Yeah. And I think that's important for people to be able to come there and feel like their culture is represented and appreciated and respected and that they are not like guests here. They are, they are part, not here, Canada, but the States. They are part of the country the same as anybody else. Yeah. And they belong there and their holiday belongs there. No, I, I think that like that stuff, it seems small, but it sends a huge message 
when you just include that as though it belongs there because it does. Yeah, well, and that like this is a holiday. We're talking about the holidays there. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting a little thing political, I guess you could say. But I think yeah, I think it is important. Like the holidays, <laughs> at least for seemingly most of them, I don't know enough about them. Is about like being together. So if you can try and include as many people as possible in that being together mm-hmm. and including how they celebrate being together, mm-hmm. it's a really positive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I appreciate that they are trying to represent as many people as they can. Um, we have, this sounds really cool. They have like Santa's holiday visit at the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. I think I remember seeing that last year already and being like, that looks really effing cool. Min- mingle with Kringle. Or maybe they changed it this year. I feel like last year they had like a whole bunch of different like stations set up in there with like different cool light displays and stuff. Remember? I don't. Oh, okay. But... I remember seeing that and being like, that looks so amazing. Um, But yeah, so you can meet Santa in Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. After he's been evicted from Big Thunder Ranch. Yeah. (laughs) And then um, we also have like some ride things that have been changed over. So we have Mater's Jingle Jamboree. Um, We have Luigi's Joy to the World. Um, We also have the Buena Vista Street Holiday Tree Lighting. And we have a World of Color Season of Light, (laughs) which like... I love that they are doing more variety of holiday shows. Yeah. Like, they did the Halloween World of Color, and now they're doing a Christmas World of Color. I'm super jealous that I have not seen either of them, and probably won't for some time. But, like, yes. Please <laughs> keep doing that. I can't... I would just be, like, bawling. Like, from the second it started, I would just be, like, overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> Just that we mentioned the kind of blew over the holiday tree lighting there. There's a big tree in Disneyland as well. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure they do a lighting there. Well, yeah. there's at the bottom here. It says other things like holiday decor. Oh, okay, yeah. But there is a giant tree at Disneyland, which up until recently was a live tree. Yes. Like surprisingly recently. Yeah. Like, I think like 2000 or something like that. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, back in the... 70s or something like that yeah yeah but i think it was just what they've done now is and once again citing that special they can have it sort of prepared beforehand yeah where they're not they they're building this tree overnight rather than putting up a 70 foot christmas tree and decorating it yeah one night kind of it's all pre-decorated they just bring it in in like segments massive segments Um, and they don't have to jump chop down a 70 foot tree yeah true though (laughs) true enough that's kind of like it for the like official things i think that like for me i just the same as when disneyland is regular disneyland and california adventure i think it's just cool when you come in there vibe of like holiday it's one of those things where disneyland is like very unique and obviously a lot of time and effort goes into this but like they're they are over the top but you never feel like anything's being shoved in your face. Like, yeah. when you look at Disneyland, it is the whole thing itself is just over the top. 
but you go there and like you don't feel that way and like when you go there at the holidays you don't feel like you're having Christmas or the holidays like shoved in your face it's just like these little sprinklings of holiday all around you yeah and it's just like you just feel like you're being enveloped in like a warm hug <laughs> well yeah I mean they it's a lot of thought goes into everything that they do so the the, the land like they've got decorations everywhere they're thoughtful decorations like mm-hmm. New Orleans squares decorated like New Orleans would be presumably Nolans. Nolans, yeah <laughs> right so and then you have um, just it's that's it's all done and I mean it's covered in lights which I just I love lights and Christmas lights and all that stuff um, probably the thing that makes me feel like the coziest is lights mm-hmm. and just they're everywhere and done really well and on everything and all throughout the parks mm-hmm. and so just you just have a a holiday feeling when you walk in the park mm-hmm. basically through every single corner yeah and it goes yeah and it goes through both parks now yes didn't so much before but now you've got the cars land and everything like that well yeah it used to be like they did like some decorations in california adventure and they had like the beach boys playing yeah like and they had the letters candy caned out in front like the california sign yeah they had those yeah yeah the whole park has changed so drastically you yeah. can't really compare it. Um, should we get into the foodie guide? The foodie guide at Disneyland Resort. Okay. So there's all sorts of foodies. All foods. sorts of foodies. O-M-G. <laughs> so we're not going to obviously... There's churros. Yeah, we're not going to go through everything, but... We're not... Well, no. We're going to go and sample everything. Oh my god, there's like so much stuff. Okay, if you go though... Cookies and milk churro. That sounds good. Where are the churros? Why can't At the I... very top. Where are you? I went into like, I clicked on that. Oh, I'm in the Disney Parks blog foodie guide. Oh, this one? Yeah. Okay. So we got all kinds of holiday churros. We have... One, two, three, four, five. Caramel and coconut. For me, that sounds a little intense. (laughs) I like caramel and I like coconut. I just feel like that's like a lot. But Uh, Okay, Santa's cookies and milk churro. So this one, I feel like you would actually need a glass of milk with as well because... It's a churro rolled in cookie butter sugar, and then the milk is a sweet milk dipping sauce. So I feel like when you have, like, cookies and milk, it's like you need, like, the contrast of the sweet and the not. And they basically just give in you sweet and sweet. (laughs) Like, you know at the cookie cart, Jack Jack's Num Nums? Yep. They give you, like, actual milk with the cookie, not, like, sweet milk. (laughs) Vanilla milk? Vanilla milk. So I feel like you would all... They better sell milk at those carts, too. Where was, is that one? Churros near Casey Jr.? Mm, they might. Maybe. And then we have a toffee-flavored churro. 
with, with add-on chocolate almond or chocolate dipping sauce is available. We have a turtle churro. Heck <laughs> yes. Rolled in chocolate sugar and served with caramel pecan dipping sauce. Pecan, pecan, whatever you want to say. And this one does not sound good to me. I'm sorry. Sugar plum candy churro with sweet. It's a sweet and tart churro. I disagree with that. <laughs> it's like offensive. It looks pretty, but... It's offensive. It's offensive. <laughs> um, pork chop TV dinner. That looks really cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't like pork chop, but... It's like in a tray and everything. Uh, peppermint holiday Sunday at Gibson Girls. Sounds I amazing. That. Yep. Looks like it's got a red waffle cone bowl that it sits in. Oh, that's cool. Um, what else we got? We got... Thank Miss Sandwich, an oven-roasted turkey, stuffing gravy, and cranberry sauce, and rustic bread. We got Santa Hat Macaron. That's a jolly holiday. With white mint filling and chocolate ganache. Mm. Pumpkin muffin. That's only until, so that's uh More like a Thanksgiving. Yeah. Or, yeah. And just for those who don't know, like, um, in Canada, Thanksgiving's second of Monday October. of October. Yeah. So our Thanksgiving is long gone. So none of these Thanksgiving things are really our jive in late November like it's in the States. Mm -hmm. All of our Thanksgiving stuff is long over. Mm -hmm. Pumpkin spice things and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, eggnog latte cheesecake. I don't like the color of that. I'm assuming it's the one that's, yeah, because it's with white chocolate mousse it foam looks, and sprinkling of nutmeg. It looks like brown. Well, not like brown, like the one with the Christmas tree beside it. That's like a brownie or something like that. Yeah. Not it looks like... Tan? Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird color. I don't like eggnog, so... Yeah. And we Mickey have... Gingerbread Man. That looks really cute. That does look really cute. I would be down for that. But I am a super picky person with my gingerbread. I don't like hard gingerbread cookies. I can I like tell them. you. I know. I like them when they have like a little bit of like a chew or like a softness to them. So if I bit into it and it was like crunchy, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> oh. Um, also, I don't really, I don't know. I'm like mixed on these, but like Linzer cookies, but that looks really pretty. They have a holiday strawberry Linzer cookie. Do you like Linzer cookies? As I was saying, I'm like iffy on them. So you don't like the little jam in the cookie? I guess you don't like sugar cookies. I don't really like sugar cookies. I'm just like person. sounding like a really big party pooper in this foodie guide. Because yeah. I'm like, I don't really like this. Anyways, I'll go to the things I do like. <laughs> do you like shortbread cookies? I do. But like only particular kinds. Only particular like kinds. Like my okay. friend makes a delicious shortbread and normally I don't like it outside of hers. What about a raspberry mascarpone yule log? That sounds delicious. Or bouche de Noel. That sounds it looks delicious. really nice too. It does. I would dig into that. We got Christmas cake, which is like chocolate cake with like red, green, and white chocolate mousse. That looks really nice. Neither of us are fans of chocolate cake. Yeah. Unless it's like basically a brownie, so. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have, what's that? What's what? 
Oh, caramel pecan brownie parfait. That looks at fun. At the Galactic Grill. Okay, this sounds interesting to me. Again, I'm not a huge fan of apple pie. Like, I sound like the worst person ever in this podcast. But an apple pie, apple pie slush sounds interesting, though. And it doesn't elaborate, either. It's just no. apple pie slush. And they also have a pumpkin spice shake, which... For me, that would depend if it's, like, pumpkin spice, like, Starbucks pumpkin spice, which is, like, <laughs> thumbs down. Or if it's, like, pumpkin spice, like, actually just, like... Spices? Real pumpkin. And pumpkin puree. And pumpkin... Because, like, you can make smoothies with, like, pumpkin puree. You just need to add, like, a shit ton of other things so it doesn't taste like pumpkin. Whoops. Uh, a lot of. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, if you add, like, bananas or something, like, you can hide that taste and then all the spices and you... Uh, what's this? Nova coffee slush. Chocolate mint flavored coffee slush. I would get that. That sounds really good. Okay, a pizza planet. They have like a special pizza. They have green alien holiday macaron. They have an alpha broccolius parfait. Soft mint ganache, green cake, white chocolate mousse, cookies and cream streusel, and whipped topping. That sounds sweet. Yeah. But yummy. And then at Rancho del Zocalo, they have... This is one that I saw when I scrolled through this. That one sounds so cool. The ice cream sandwich? Yeah. I thought you'd love that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a colorful shell-like Mexican sweet bread with dulce de leche ice cream, cajeta, and churro streusel. It looks amazing. That sweet bread looks so good. (laughs) And then we have... Champurado with churro bites, which is a rich traditional style Mexican hot chocolate served with cinnamon sugar churros. Okay. Thumbs up. They have chicken mole. Um, they have frozen abuelita hot chocolate layered with frozen horchata and topped with spice whipped cream. That sounds really yummy. Ooh, golden horseshoe. Do it up right. A holiday ice cream sandwich. Oh my God. Those look incredible. How would you eat that? It's like, okay, if you haven't been on the foodie guide thing, it's like a cookies. A scoop of ice cream. And like a scoop of ice cream. Like a solid like baseball size scoop of ice cream between like two cookies. That are just the same diameter of set. So when you squish it, you're going to get all that ice cream. Oh my God. So good. Apple pie funnel cake. Snickerdoodle cold brew. That That's sounds different. amazing. Pumpkin spice cheesecake funnel cake. And then at Blue Bayou, we have a gingerbread creme brulee. Hot chocolate beignets. That would be so good. Cafe Orleans. Yeah. Last year, they had, what were they? Um, Lumps of coal beignets. Yeah. Those look cool. Mm. And then we also have a pumpkin spice cold brew coffee. And then, ooh, what are those? More beignets. Candy cane beignets. Yeah. Oh, dang. That's what the lump lump of coal was, but it was like black sugar or something yeah. like that on it. And they weren't Mickey mm, heads. A cranberry julep. Cranberry infused mint julep. Burnt ends grilled cheese sandwich. Kansas City style brisket ends tossed in barbecue sauce with pickle and pepperoncini relish and melted cheddar served on Texas toast. That sounds really good. It does. It looks really good too. Those mm-hmm. little crispy ends look good. And gets, that's Susie's favorite. We'll cook a whole like flank steak and she'll eat like the four corners of it. Crispy. <laughs> um, okay, I think that's it for Disneyland. 
Mm-hmm. We're just doing like a very quick perusal. Obviously, just go look at it yourself. You must look at the pictures. Disney Parks Foodie Guide. Okay. I'll throw links to it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, where's the... There's a link at the bottom of that Parks blog one to the oh. California Adventure. Okay. We have Mickey and Minnie cookies. Those look super cute. They're like... The Mickey one is like green with like holiday lights on it. And the mini one is like a snowman, but with like a bow. Mm-hmm. And then... Shrimp and grits. Not for Greg. Honestly, that sounds good. I've never tried grits, but I like the sound of what they are. Yeah. It sounds like something I would enjoy. Because I imagine it being something like... Um, paella. Paella? Is that what you're yeah, going to say? I was say That's not right. I don't know. Something like <laughs> yellow and yellow and like it's made with like cornmeal. Yeah, I don't it's like know. cooked cornmeal. I don't know. Anyways, I feel like that's what grits are. Anyways, uh, churro toffee cold brew, and it specifies non-alcoholic. I'm not really sure why, because none of the other cold brews said that. But oh well, this one's got there's um, sangria at that. Place oh okay, those. and then there's like a whole bunch of cool beers listed um fried turkey slider that sounds interesting looks like it's fried turkey coleslaw and cranberry sauce a warm peppermint chocolate float that sounds yummy bourbon cranberry cocktail um shepherd's upside down pie looks really cute it's plant-based. Interesting. Oh, that's... It feels like veggie ground ground or something. Yeah. Um, Curried cauliflower and chicken. Mm. Crimson pear cocktail. It's interesting. Like, oh, that's Grandma's Recipe Marketplace has mm. those. A twist on tradition. Mm. Reimagined I, beef wellington. That van, van, vanilla, vanilla pear mule looks fancy. Mm-hmm. Got like a little flower in there. We got uh, Making Spirits Bright Marketplace, a hot cocoa marshmallow. And then a whole bunch of wines. And a caramelized apple cake. Mm-hmm. Favorite things, Marketplace. Marketplace. Lots of beers again. Ham, ham shanks. Mac and cheese. Gingerbread cookie. Holiday stuffing mac and cheese, to be specific. Yes. Merry Mashups Marketplace, turkey and stuffing tamale. Churros Yule Log. That looks like it's got a lot of cream on it. Yeah. Um, Viva Navidad. We got a burrito. Some tacos. Quesadillas. Okay, and then there's one thing that makes me laugh really hard. I like the first time I looked at it, I was like, what is that? It's like there's a picture oh. of on a plate <laughs> what looks like okay, if, if anyone else has ever like just bought like plain pitas. Yeah. And then like just toss them in the freezer before they about to go off or bad or whatever. And then you like take them out to like thaw them out and then they just look like these like hard boring discs so 
So it's like a picture of what looks like that on a plate next to a little tub of sauce. And I was like, the first time I saw it, I was like, what is that? But they're like golden fried flour tortillas dusted with cinnamon sugar served with a side of cajeta, which kind of looks like a caramel sauce. And they're called buñuelos. But yeah, it's not an impressive looking picture, but that sounds yummy. <laughs> um, at the Pacific Wharf Cafe, they have an apple fritter bread pudding and a pumpkin soup. Would you get a pumpkin soup? I would try a pumpkin soup, yeah. In a bread bowl. Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know how to say a lot of these words and I'm like butchering all of them. But there's these little things. <laughs> these little things. Tamales, no one I else think. Is looking I think they're tamales. It. Yeah, because I think I see the corn husks. Tamales plate? Yeah. And then we got loaded latkes at Smoke Jumper's Grill. And then we have at Sonoma Terrace and Mary, Mary Cherry Punch. Pecan pie churro. There's all sorts of things. I'm sure you could find something you like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so fun. One thing at Disneyland is, is a lot of the time the stuff's good, sometimes it is not. Yes, That's the, it's the, there's super hit or miss. There might be something you look at and go, oh my god, and then be super disappointed. And there might be something where you go, oh my god, and you're just like, oh my god, that was delicious. Yes, I would agree. I think I've, I've listened to enough podcasts to know that sometimes they especially with ones where they have so many things, is that later in the season, they generally get it right. Yeah. So, like, you, you might go the first day and it everything be under-seasoned or something like that. Yeah. And then if you go a week later or something like that, they've added a bit of spice to it and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's always lots of fun things. Especially at... California Adventure because they have all those like food carts and stuff set up for all the yeah that's the holidays at Disneyland that's the holidays at Disneyland I wish I was there but I'm not (laughs) you're not but yes do you have a favorite thing about the holidays there like if they took one thing away Mm. what would you be most upset so if you walked into the parks like um I'll try and keep it simple, not like decorations, that's too broad, but like say, let's say they took away the Christmas tree at the entrance, or they took away the decorations on the castle, or they took away like the music. For me... Or like lights down Main Street. For me, it would be... Okay, so you can't just say decorations in general. Yeah, not decorations in general, like one specific kind of thing or like haunted mansion holiday or which apparently sorry tangent apparently there's a christmas space mountain in walt disney world what? yeah so i don't know jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way <laughs> um i think for me it would be probably if they took away like the music and the decorations from like the entrance and main street right i would be like, because that's what you, like, enter the park with. And I feel like if you just walked into Disneyland and there were no Christmas decorations and there was no music playing, like, 
for that first section and down Main Street, it would feel so, like, weird. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you would go into the park and, like, other things would be Christmassy. Yeah. I feel like it would be, like, a very disappointing way to enter the park. Yeah. Can you imagine if they just took the music away, just period, from Disneyland? It would be weird. It would feel so eerie. Like, you, you just take it away from, like, the Esplanade and the entrance and everything, and you just walk into, like, a silent Disneyland? Well, it wouldn't be, like, silent, because it'd be people, but... Yeah. There'd be, like, this missing, like... That would be so weird. Yeah, I It think... would be, like... This is only going to make sense to people who have pets. It would be, like... When you're traveling <laughs> and go to walk into your hotel room and you open the door and you're expecting your pets to be waiting there for you at the door and there's nobody there. Yeah. It would be that feeling. Like, oh. You'd be like, yeah. oh, and I'm sad. <laughs> I, I think that the taking the music away from the entrance to the park might be one of the you might be able to get over it. Mm. No, I'm just, I'm just, it's silly, but like, you might be able to get over it, but it would be the easiest to notice. Yes. It would feel the weirdest going in. Yes. But if it was still all decorated and stuff like that, but just the initial feeling would be off. Yes. That, and that's obviously a bad thing because that sets you up for the rest of the... Well, like for me, it's the same as like... When we decorate our place, yeah, you decorate like your living space. Yeah, like most people don't really go so far as to decorate every room in their house. Some people do, but like, I'll put a few things in our bedroom. Yeah, like on the dresser, but like the bulk of the decoration is in the living space, because you walk into your house and that's where you want to feel the Christmas. I feel like the entrance in Main Street is like the living space. Yeah. So if there's no music and no decorations, it's like, what's going on here? And then you, like, walk into the second bedroom and it's, like, full of Christmas. It's like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But we love Disney Holiday. We always watch the Christmas parade. And fantasize about being there. Yeah. Oh, I... It's lights, it's decorations, it's music, it's all the holiday things you expect. And then, you know, California Adventure, been going a few years now. Yeah. You've got all the other stuff. So you can feel like you're cultured. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's good. It's good times. And I really like the rides um, that they change over a little bit. Where they, the Cars Land and... It's small world, and mm-hmm. I haven't been on the Cars Land one, but I just like the idea that they do that. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Anyways, I think that's about it. Yeah. We're off to see Frozen 2. Yeah. And, yeah, if we don't do another episode before the holidays, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Holy Navidad. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> Those are just, like, the stereotypical ones I know. <laughs> If yep. you don't celebrate Christmas, Joyous Noël. Happy New Year. Yep. Just have a good holiday season. Yeah. Hopefully you get some time off with your family. Yeah. 
all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Bye. Happy holiday. Happy holiday while the merry bells keep ringing. Happy holiday to you.